Welcome to C3 Church Tagra. You're about to hear a message from Luke Boyd. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. this time uh, once upon a time I was in Africa with Garth it was it was <laughs> it was amazing it was crazy it was a lot of there was a lot of um, spontaneous uh, happenings that uh, were amazing and um, there were some incredible never before experienced um, bowel movements and it was just an amazing time a time of new things <laughs> Um, a time of running out of church because you had to go, and it was amazing. I've never had those experiences before, but I've I got all these new experiences, and there was this one experience that um, is amazing, and it sticks in my mind, and Garth was taking me on this trip. He said, you know what? We're going to go up this river. It's so amazing. It's one of the rivers that uh, feed the Nile, and um, it's in this national park. There's it's, there's, there's actually lions on the banks and there's like crocodiles and hippos and uh, it's an amazing place, so beautiful, so, um, so pure and uh, it was great. So uh, he wanted to go on this uh, boat up the river and um, you get to the end and there's a waterfall, it was amazing. He assured me it would be great and we got there down to the river um, And we got on this boat, which just looked so uh, unsafe, basically, is the word. It just looked terribly unsafe. But anyway, we went up the river. That's amazing. What's that got to do with the message? I don't know. I'm sure we'll come to find out later on. Come up here is an incredible uh, sentence. Come up here. Uh, one of the things that come to mind for me when I think of come up here is I think of the, uh, the, the explorer. We get that picture that gets thrown up there of that guy in the snow and it really does look like Pat Ancliffe. And um, I think of the explorer or the strategist. I'm sure Mark would have incredible insight into this. But uh, when you go to a high place, it's usually, from my limited understanding, I haven't fought too many battles. Um, a few on the school field, like, it was, I was, you know, it was pretty good, but um, no, no serious battles. But anyway, you have explorers, you have these strategists, they go up so that they can get the best perspective of things, of their terrain. They go up to a high place to gain the best perspective the best perspective, uh, and to find the best way, the best way to approach, to approach their um, circumstance. And in Corinthians, Paul says this, this pretty interesting thing. He says the best way, the best way to approach things is love. That's his thing. That's, that's, it, he makes it very clear in Corinthians He says, and it actually says, he uses these words, the most excellent way is love. 
With me? Cool. Have you ever received advice like this before? Mate, um, you really got to take care of yourself, eh? Take better care of yourself. Have you heard that before? Have you ever received that advice? I know I have. Um, have you ever heard, like, you know, look, you're doing too much. You, there's a lot of dramas happening in your world right now. You need to um, maybe start putting yourself first a little bit more because, you know, you're looking a little bit frazzled. And you hear that, there's this, there's this thought, you know, you've got you to gotta love yourself some more, you know. Love is the best way, and we're getting told more and more and more in society, we gotta, you got to love yourself a little bit more to be okay, to, to do well in life. And um, someone invented this incredible train of thought, which I, I still struggle to understand if it's really true or where it came from, but you ever heard this? Look, you, you can't love anyone until you love yourself. The, like really good. You can't love anyone until you love yourself really good. I'm not sure exactly, if you know what love is, you know there's a few contradictions there, there's, a, there's some things that don't add up with that statement. Anyway, um, I was uh, driving the other day to Yamina and I found the place, the church, where you led me to the Lord. And um, I was like, wow. And I, I was with my parents and I pointed to the church on that grass. It was on the night and it was out the front of that church and Candace was there. It was really cool. And anyway, um, I became a Christian that night and I was absolutely, the thing that changed me the most about that night was I felt the love of God. I felt it so powerfully. And um, I was just overwhelmed by it. It consumed me. I started to live. I, I just, I couldn't not live my life for him. I couldn't not, I couldn't not love him. Does that even make sense? I had to love him back. This great love that I was given, I had to love it back. And the way I looked at other people, I knew that he loved them the same and I, I couldn't help but love these people and went on this amazing, amazing journey where God uh, just did an incredible work in my life and it was all to do with this love thing, and I just, it was incredible. And then, as life goes on, you experience curveballs, or speed bumps, or whatever, unfavorable circumstances, and all of a sudden, like, um, it, life gets a little bit hard, and it's not this amazing life that you, you, you were having, and oh, life can really get you down, and and isn't it funny how when you get into these circumstances where it's not so favourable, um, these voices start coming back in your mind. Oh, look, dude, you got to chill out. You need to take better care of yourself. You got to love yourself some more. Love yourself some more. Um, love yourself some more. And I find that when I, this is, this is me, just Luke Boyd being an open book tonight. Um, I found that when I went down that track and thought, you know what, yeah, it's a bit tough. I'm going to love myself some more um, because that is what's going to make me get through this hiccup. 
these bad circumstances, maybe what I'm doing is not loving myself enough. I think I need to do that to navigate this terrain I'm faced with. And I found that when I, when I do that, a lot of things happen. A lot of things happen, and they're not the greatest. Um, what I find is when I start to try and love myself more, I get a little bit consumed with myself, and I start to um, just become selfish. And then when I try and love myself some more, I also find that money becomes a big thing, and it becomes this really attractive thing, money, 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 money. If I can have more money, I'll feel better, because I'll be able to get this for myself and, and get this for myself, and money is going to solve a lot of problems. I'm going to feel really good, and I'm going to try and love myself, and, I, I, and money seems to be awesome. And then I get, because I'm so focused on myself, I get super arrogant. I don't know, um, a lot of people know, Jess is nodding, She's, she knows me very well. She's like, yeah, yeah, you do, Luke, you do get super arrogant. Thanks, Jess. Um, but it's true, it's true, yeah, Jess knows it. I can get super arrogant, Candace definitely knows it. I'm always right, I know what's up. And... All of these bad things happen. I'm trying to love myself more, but uh, it's not seeming to work. And I, I, I get more self-absorbed and I start thinking of me, myself, and I. And I keep getting more selfish. And then all of a sudden I find that I um, actually don't really appreciate anything because I just want more of everything. Um, and I take everything for granted. It's terrible. I get so unsatisfied, I get terribly unsatisfied with life, start looking at people, oh, look at these people, they seem to be all good, and how come I suck, and oh, man, I wish that I was doing what they're doing, and oh, 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 and everything's about you. To Timothy, Paul is talking to Timothy, Paul's um, talking to this young man who's going to be an incredible pastor, an incredible future leader of, of the Christian movement that took the world by storm. And he's, he's looking at Timothy saying, mate, check this out. Remember this. He actually says in 3, 1 to 4, he says, but mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. The last days are since Christ ascended and we've been in them forever since these last days drag out a little bit but we're there and we're we'll see how long it takes it could be a few more millennia I don't know only God knows that's great um hurry up Lord no that's cool do what you want and have your own way but but mark this there will be terrible times in the last days people will be lovers of themselves Lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous. Wow, this is an amazing list. Does anyone see themselves in it? I, I do sometimes. It's embarrassing, but that's cool. Um, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Boom. Anyway, I was up that river 
and it was incredible. It was amazing. I was going, yeah, this is awesome. I'm looking at hippos, massive hippos. Whoever thought they could get so big? Wow. Um, and I saw crocodiles. It was amazing. Big crocs. Um, all, the, all this wildlife. It was super, super cool. We saw the waterfall. It's great. We're up pretty much, we're right up the uh, river. And um, all of a sudden, um, I just hear this crunch. I was like, oh. And I saw there was only two Africans on the boat that ran the whole thing. And there was a guy at the back and a guy at the front. And I looked at the guy at the front and he went, he was on the steering wheel and he looked back at, he looked back at the guy at the back. And, the, and so I looked at the guy at the back and he went, looked at the guy at the front and I can see this fear in their eyes. And I'm going, oh, <laughs> what is going on here? And so it turns out that they'd lost the ability to steer the boat. I peered over the back and all the steering mechanism is in pieces, just everywhere on the floor. And I was like, oh. When we take our eyes, guys, when we take our eyes off loving God and loving others and put it on ourselves, and elevate us to a place that we're probably not supposed to be in the order of loving, things get terribly out of balance, terribly out of balance. And when you think about love, loving yourself is kind of a contradiction because the nature of love is not self-seeking. It says it so clearly in Corinthians. It says love is not self-seeking. It's not. It's, it's the reverse of what love is. To love yourself isn't love. And it, yeah. And I find that when I try and love myself, I'm on this downward spiral. Nothing's enough. And I have a hunch it's because you were primarily, you weren't to be your primary love giver to yourself. You weren't. Your primary love giver is meant to be God, then others, and then you, you, you take care of the rest. Your primary love comes from God, then others, then yourself. If love is the most excellent way, but loving yourself above all else doesn't work, then there is a pattern of love that does work. Love is this profound, profound thing. Um, it, it, at the end, when it all is said and done, it's the thing that remains. Um, love is this force that makes the world go around. I could talk about love. Everyone that knows me knows I could talk about love all night. I'm going to keep trucking. I'm going to keep trucking. God is love. God is love. Have you ever thought about that? Let's look at the New Living uh, translation. Can we get that up there? We're going to go to Luke 9 and 24. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. In, I find when you're in this predicament, when you're in this predicament of trying to love yourself and you're your primary lover, <laughs> um, 
to, to get out of that, there's got to be a letting go. There's got to be a letting go. Uh, 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 you, you can't. You cannot. You've got you to let go. You, gotta, you cannot love yourself. You won't be satisfied. Promise you. If you're trying to love yourself and let all your love come from yourself, it will not work. It will just simply not work. And there's got to be a moment where you let go. See, love has this crazy way of, it, it, it works like an ebb and a flow, love. It ebbs and it flows. It's, it's so much, so much like sowing and reaping. Love is so much like sowing and reaping. Um, it works best when you sow to someone else and when you reap it back from someone else. That is when love is truly appreciated. Um, Matthew twenty-two, thirty-six to thirty-nine. Let's let's have a read of that. Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it: love your neighbor as yourself." Everything, everything in life is fulfilled. Everything works out right when we follow those commandments. If you can love the Lord your God, first and foremost, if you put into place, if you gain the perspective, if you want to know the best way forward, if you want to go up to the high place, get the best perspective, and you want to move forward in 2015... There's an order. There's a structure. There's, see, God's all about order. He really is. And he created us in a very unique way where we function best when we do things the way he, he knows. <laughs> um, love him first. Because ultimately, everything you need comes from him. He knows you best. He knows exactly what you need. You love him first the reason why he's asking you to love him first is not because he's this, I need everyone to love me. No, it's because he knows how to love you the best. He knows how to love you the best. No one can love you better than him. Love him first. Then love others. Then love yourself. There's an order. There's a structure. Philippians 2.3 says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Jesus personified this great love by laying his life down for the whole world. And and John 15.13 says, Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. It's all about love. You want to know what's going to be the best way forward for 2015? You want to know the best perspective? When you get to the height of all heights and you know you you get the proper perspective of life, it's got nothing to do with being an incredible uh, prophesier. It's got nothing to do with being an incredible businessman. It's got nothing to do with all of those things. It doesn't matter what you think you're going to do or how great you're going to do it. All of those things are a resounding gong 
when you don't have love. The, the key thing, the, the, the thing that's going to move you into your best day is when you love God first, when you prioritize him as the first place in your life and you love him with all your mind, your soul and your strength, then you love others and then you love yourself. And I tell you, I promise you, I'm not just saying this, this is from experience, when I do that, that is when I feel the most satisfied. And that is when I actually find the most love. When I'm not loving Candace, she doesn't love me back. So I try and love myself and it all falls apart. When I love Candace, when I so love, I reap love. So the reason why you can never love yourself properly is because it's not how it works. Do we get that now? <laughs> you can never love yourself properly. It's an unending, spiraling vortex of needing more and more and more because you'll never be satisfied with your own love. You will never be satisfied with your own love. Um, it's because we were primarily created to receive love from God and others. And so there's some scary parts there because we've got these issues that we carry and we think, well, I can only love myself through these issues and it's a little bit daunting to let, let, let God love you through these circumstances and I get that, I completely sympathize with that, but you've got to let it go. Let go of your life. If you try and hold on to it, you'll lose it and you'll stuff it. Trust me. If you don't want to let go of things and, and hand it over to God, you'll stuff it. And you'll keep falling over. It's when you let go and let God come in and love you in those sticky situations, you'll find great victory. But I will say this as well. There's an order, love God, love others, love yourself. There's times, there's moments in time when we actually need others to love us through our, our, our hard circumstances. And that is probably even more scarier than letting God love us through it. And we have to be vulnerable. We were not created to do life alone. There is an order. God has an order. Do not be fooled. You were created to be in community. You were created to live with one another, not to do life alone, but to do it in a community. And you depend on each other. No one has it all together. Everyone needs everyone. Everyone needs everyone. So there'll be things that you are carrying right now, and it's like, oh, yeah, it's cool to let God, you know, love me through this. But I challenge you, there are things in your life that you will be able to knock over and get the victory in so much quicker if you let someone that you trust, someone a little older, a little wiser. I always suggest going up, come up here. If you need someone to talk to, you go up. Don't go to someone that's, you know, your peer, Go to someone that's walked a little longer with the Lord. Go up and do life with that person. It's an order. So we're up the river. The, the, it's all out of shape. I'm talking it was out of shape. And the two African guys had no idea. And I knew they didn't have an idea because the boat did not look like it was kept up to shape. Ship shape, not ship shape. It was terrible. I don't think a, a, a second of maintenance was ever done on it from its, from its um, uh, built day. I was going to say conception, but it just didn't make sense. Imagine trying to give birth to a boat. Really bad. Um, anyway, so there's this, there's this boat, and it's fallen apart. They didn't know what was going on. I said, excuse me, guys, do you have some tools here, please? For the love of, do you have tools? And they said, yeah, yeah, we got tools. And I said, where are they? And they gave them to me and I said, do you know what? And they're just there, just there, just going like this. 
So I was like, oh, dear God, by grace, empower me to do something that I have nothing to do with in my normal life. So yeah, okay, I got this. So I started putting things back together. I'm the man, you know, I, I like to be... I started putting things back together, and I put it all back together, and I was like, yeah, we've done it. And I was like, high-fiving Garth. Garth is, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if anyone's had many experiences with Garth in those kind of situations, but he was nowhere to be found. I was going, Garth, what do you reckon? And he's just there going, oh, no, he's... Anyway, I thought I nailed it. And so the guy goes back to the steering wheel and he started to turn to the left. And I was like, oh, yeah, he can turn to the left. And then when he tried to turn to the right, he couldn't turn right. It could only go left. So we're just like going around in circles in this river. Let me just tell you, there were crocodiles from like me to Tim. There were hippos way bigger than cows. I didn't know they got that big. More, hippos kill more people than lions. It was scary. Anyway, isn't that, when you try and love yourself, this is what it looks like. You get nowhere. We're supposed to be going forward, but when you love yourself, this is all you do. I promise you, I'm telling you the truth. When you prioritize yourself as the main thing and not God and others, you'll just do this for the rest of your days and be so miserable. Um, anyway, I pulled it all apart again. I put it back together. This is seriously, this is a Holy Spirit. This is like doing something. Yet I didn't know what I was doing, but it worked. I put it back the second time, and it worked, and we steered out of that crocodile and hippo-infested river. Everything was as it should be, and we were able to navigate the terrain perfectly. And please, please, 2015, we're believing for big things, get things in order, go up to the top and realize that the highest calling in life is to love God and love others. That is the highest, highest calling. You do that, I promise you, you'll have more peace. You won't be so stressed. It's weird. You think you've got to love yourself to get rid of stress and peace, but you don't. You don't. It's a lie. And, and Paul Warn Timothy, in the last days, people are going to be lovers of themselves, and all those things happen when you love yourself. God works differently to the ways of the world. You've got to come up. You've got to get out of the ways of the world, see the truth, get the best perspective, the best way forward. Love God first. Love others. Love yourself. Why don't we stand to our feet? Love God. Love others. That is the height of of humanity. That is the, the high calling of, of everyone's life. You might be called to be a preacher, a teacher. You might be called to be a, a fireman. You might be called to be a piano player. You might be called all those things, and they're all great. But I tell you, the chief calling in life, up far above everything that you're good at, is to love God and love others. That is the driving, driving force of life. It's how we were created to, to function. And when we don't function that way, we just don't function. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
I want to open up the altar tonight um, for a few different things. Some of us might need to actually repent. Repent's not a scary word. A lot of people go, ooh, repent, that's a heavy word, but it's really just God giving us an opportunity to return to the perfect order of the way God wants you to live because He knows it's what works best. Repenting is just returning to the, to the to perfect way, the perfect way forward. Some of us might need to repent for putting loving ourselves at the top instead of loving God and loving others. That's one, that's one thing that you might need to come out for tonight. Um, and, and like I said, some of us are here and, and we are loving God and loving others, but there's, there's areas in our life where we're trying to love ourselves and get ourselves through these circumstances and not letting the priority be correct. We're not letting God primarily love us through this circumstance and we're not letting others love us through these circumstances that we face and we're trying to do it all on our own. I challenge you to come out tonight and just say, God, you know what, I trust you. I actually do believe that you know what's best. I'll let you love me through it. I'll let someone else love me through it. You're not meant to do life alone, especially when you've got struggles. God could be doing a number of things I just want to open it right up to everyone. But before I do that, I just want to say, if it's your first time here tonight and you would love to experience this great love that I've spoken of, if you want to feel what it's like to go on a journey of being made whole, being made whole and experiencing the greatest love ever known, I would love to give you an opportunity, guys and girls, if you want a relationship with God, your creator, the one that knows you best, I would just say, please lift your hand. I would love to say a prayer with you. That's all it takes. God isn't about you got to get this right first, get that right first, stop doing this, start doing this before you have a relationship. God just wants to be in relationship with you right here, right now. He's not concerned about anything else other than, hey, I just want to start this relationship with you. That's his primary thing. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He just wants what's best for you. So if that's you, please lift your hand. I would love to say a prayer with you tonight. And I'll give you a few seconds. And then um, I'll invite everyone to come forward if you want. And we can just do some time with the Lord, getting our priorities right, coming up to the high place, and actually seeing, you know what, our chief calling in life is to put God first and love Him with all of our heart. And then it's to love others. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.